0: What's up, guys? It's your boy Shadow. Welcome to another episode of Red Light Tonight. On this episode, we're gonna do things a little differently. We have our boy Chance on the phone here. He's not with me. Um, Say hi, Chance. Hello. All right. First and foremost, we want to
1: clarify everyone that we do not support illegal prostitution of any kind. We do not support human trafficking. We do not. support underage prostitution, everything uh, that occurs in this podcast is between two consenting adults.
0: That is correct. All right, Chance. so tell us, uh, where are you coming from right now?
1: Well, I have vis- just visited uh, Zona Norte, Tijuana, in the middle of this coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. Um... We were afraid that the red light district was shut down in Tijuana. Um, it turns out that that was not true. The red light district is very much up and running. Things have just changed for the for the time being.
0: What kind of things changed? What can you elaborate? The,
1: yeah, the the whole system has changed. Like. Uh, pretty much everything. First, I'll, I'll say, I was very nervous going to Tijuana at this time. Uh, we heard rumors that uh, they were gonna be, it was gonna be hard to get into Mexico because Mexico is still in the shutdown. Today is uh, June 18th, by the way. Uh, but, uh, so I decided to drive instead of walk into Mexico. I drove into Mexico, had fuel problems. Everyone just, you know, waved me through. Parked at the parking lot nearest to Hong Kong, and the first thing I saw was that the the street walkers were all there. There was even a a few new talent on the street walkers that I'd never seen before. But the street walkers were all there. And then uh, all the clubs, you could tell, were closed, but they all had people standing in front of them. So the first one I had gone to was uh, Hong Kong. You know, it's the best one there. It's the most popular. And I asked the guy if Hong Kong was open. And he said, unfortunately, we're not open. And and so I asked him, when do you guys uh, reopen? He shook his head and said he doesn't know. And then he pointed to the hotel. And he said, but the hotel, Hotel Cascadas, or Cascadas, I don't know how to pronounce it, is open. And so I looked at him. And I kind of understood what he meant by that, and I, I went into the hotel. And the the hotel was uh, was like the fishbowl in Thailand. There was about twenty five women all sitting on couches, and uh, you walk in, they all stand up and smile, and you get to you know choose one of your choose the one you want, and. Uh, I did that, I went in, didn't see, I saw a couple that I liked, but nobody that I really, really wanted. And then the waiter, who was also in there, he told me, if you don't like any of these girls, there are more girls upstairs. So I said, okay, can I go look at the ones upstairs? So he took me into the elevator, and the elevator takes you to the penthouse. And in the penthouse, there's about, I would say, 15 more girls. And that's where I chose one uh, that was just drop dead gorgeous. Fun, had a little bit of blue dye in her hair, petite, perfect body, perfect dick. She was the only uh, prostitute that wasn't dressed like a slut. She actually had jeans and a t-shirt on, so she didn't even look like a prostitute, but she stood up with the rest of them. And I chose her and uh, yeah, I had a great time with her. The prices was about the same. 19 for the room, $100 for the girl. Yeah, i to get the waiter. The waiter offers uh, to get you some drinks, but then you'd have to buy the typical uh, prices for the drinks, which was like 11 bucks for the girl. I didn't ask how much the drink was for me because I, I don't buy drinks for myself. But yeah, then you go out to the, to the hotel and it's business like normal
0: so it's very it seems like it's very they're trying to be very secretive about it they're trying they're trying not to alarm the authorities In right
1: yeah
0: you know and just so you know with this pandemic going on i'm guessing you know they're not allowed to run the establishment regularly and i'm guessing you know maybe they do you know when they started this or were they starting this from day one
1: I mean, I've been on the Instagram just waiting to see them post that they're open. I was checking their Instagram every day to see if they were open, and then last weekend, they posted that they were, so apparently they had opened for one day, and they got shut back down again. I see, So that's, that's the situation there. Now, that's how Hong Kong was operating. The, uh, the other clubs were operating differently.
0: Oh really, okay, can you when explain for- that?
1: When I went into Adelita's, they did it more of the German style. So, so the club was closed, but there was a bouncer standing in front of the hotel, which was a dead giveaway. And I asked the bouncer if I could go up. Now, at Adelitas, they were a little more uh, cautious. They check your temperature, they make you put on hand sanitizer as you're going in. Hong Kong didn't do that. And uh, you go at Adelitas, and they have the German way, the girls are all sitting in in the hotel rooms. And uh, I didn't choose any of these girls. There was only like six of them. So there wasn't very much from. There was one that I would have chosen, but there were I, I just, you know, I had already gotten the one at Hong Kong. Uh, Tropical, the club across the street from Hong Kong. Now they, the club is closed, but you can go inside the hotel, and you ask the guy if you're looking for a girl, and he's going to take you through like a maze, a small little maze, all the way to the back of the hotel where there's new construction. Where there's new construction and there's two small rooms in there that are operating like a strip club, so they're kind of operating like normal. They're just all the way in the back of the hotel, and it's kind of like a like a 1920s speakeasy thing going on there. There you can tell that they're really hiding it from authorities.
0: That's really interesting.
1: But was, but that one that one was the most packed. That one had the most customers. They had about 15
0: girls, and I would say, of those
1: 15, 14 of them were taken. Oh, wow. And so I'm guessing... I, I didn't spend so much
0: time in there. Okay, do you think maybe that was um, the busiest because it was, you know, it was being run the most normal?
1: Yeah, I think it's because it's being run the most... The most uh, you're sitting down at a table, you have bars, you have the girls on your lap, there's stripper poles in there. I didn't see anybody on the stripper poles, but... It was kind of crowded, the the two rooms were very small, so they were on a strip of club, so it it might be kind of like even more grand. yeah, they're the ones that were the most busy, that's tropical across the street from Hong Kong. The Chicago club, another popular club there, that was completely shut down. And Mermaids was completely shut down.
0: Now Mermaids is um, the massage parlor, right?
1: Yeah, that's the massage problem. That
0: makes makes sense. I'm sure that that would be harder to kind of uh, convince customers, I'm guessing. And maybe not just the customers, but also the girls, right? Yeah, I... Yeah, well,
1: I would think that sex is more... Like, it's more... I think with sex, like, in terms of Transmitting the COVID nineteen, I think sex would be a lot worse than massage. I just think that the massage parlors is the smallest of the of all the bars, and they probably wouldn't wouldn't make any money anyways. Especially since their whole their whole uh, reason why they made money was because they were doing the uh, going to a room and choose your girl, the whole fishbowl setup. And now that Hong Kong is doing that setup, there's really no reason to go to Mermaid. None at all. Hmm. Okay. I, I actually prefer the bowl setup Than the normal thing Because I don't like the loud music So Going in there, choosing your girl You have less pressure to buy them drinks
0: Makes sense So any Anything else that kind of caught your eye um, While out there How was the Do you want to start discussing the way back How was that Okay yeah
1: Coming back was the longest I've ever had to wait in the line at the border. I waited, I got in line at 1230 and I crossed about 220. That's like like two hours and almost three hours, I think, right? It was almost three hours that it took me to get back across. Um, I had never seen this before, but you know, people were crazy at the border, cutting people off. You had to literally not give an inch between the car in front of you. I even saw a fender bender. One guy was begging people to let him in. He was outside of his car, begging people to let him in. Right when you get to the actual border, there were cars far to the left who had no chance of getting in, and they had pretty much given up and turned off their cars and were just sitting there. Apparently, um, this stuff happens on the normal. It's just that I've I've never seen it.
0: Oh, yeah. That kind of activity at the border is very normal especially you know on days that people rush to come back in most most you know that's usually a sunday a sunday night so yeah people are ruthless at the border they they do not want to give anybody the go ahead because you know no one really wants to wait any longer i'm guessing right but
1: yeah people well, kind of ex- In line, like, come on, we're all gonna have to wait two or three hours. Those people cutting in line, yeah. I, if if I I didn't let anybody cut in front of me either, no, no, screw that. I waited so long just to have somebody cut in line. No, 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 I I get why you put it that way. I just think it's kind of a dangerous situation,
0: it is very dangerous, and it seems like the U.S. doesn't get involved, and Mexico doesn't really get involved either. Neither country really. handles the situation you know they kind of just let people go at it and it's been like that for years
1: I never knew usually if I'm in a car I'm I'm crossing by at that time and at that time there's no line
0: yeah Uh, but this is this is uh the COVID-19 so things are very different right
1: now Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, this is pretty much an emer- emergency podcast to so that people who uh, who want to know if they if that red light district in Tijuana is open. If, if they're confused about the Instagram situation, you can't really find any information online. Um, but you can hear from me, the red light district is open and, and, and operational. I think uh, the menu I saw about over 100 girls to choose from I ended up choosing 3 and uh, I had a very good time
0: I do plan on going again next month that's good well there you go guys if uh, if we have um, one person who has seen it for themselves you know Zona Norte is operational things are a little different but uh, if you want to go and have a good time you can still go out there and you know do what you want to do
1: if that's it for this quick emergency podcast I, I hope you guys out
0: there are staying safe and uh healthy yep likewise uh,
1: remember to email us uh red light tonight podcast at yahoo.com if you have any questions uh we'll uh, we'll get
0: back to you as soon as we can all righty guys take care again stay safe talk to you guys later